Hello! My name is Vivian Strong, and today I'll be talking about Frederick Douglass. Mr. Douglass has written a number of books, but I'll be talking about his book, My Bondage and My Freedom. Here's some background information about Mr. Douglass. He was born in Talbot County, Maryland. When he was a baby, he was separated from his mother. Betty Bailey then took care of Mr. Douglass, and then he called her grandma. Frederick Douglass lived on Colonel Lloyd's plantation in his early life as a slave. He talked about how ignorance is something that is taught to children and slaves. He goes on and mentions that slaves are forced to give up ignorance. In Mr. Douglass's book, he says that ignorance is a high virtue in human shadow, and as the master studies to keep the slave ignorant, the slave is cunning enough to make the master think he succeeds. The slave fully appreciates the saying, where ignorance is bliss, tis folly to be wise. No slave wanted to work on the plantation, and they all wanted to escape, so having that ignorance that everything was okay and everything's going to be fine really held them back. The slaves pretending that they were ignorant saved them from lashings and flogging, but that was the only thing that was really beneficial of being ignorant. Nowadays, parents try their hardest to keep their children ignorant, make sure that their children don't know that they're struggling. May that be financially or um, the parents are going through a divorce. Frederick Douglass lost his ignorance when he was a child or young. He witnessed a flogging, a very violent flogging of someone he knew. Uh, he called her Aunt Esther. He was in the kitchen. He was in hiding in the closet. The overseer didn't know he was there. And he saw him beat Esther till she bled and she screamed and she cried. And there was no mercy shown. He also witnessed another flogging, and that was Nellie's. Mr. Douglas explains the flogging in his book. He's expected to tie her up and give her what is called, in southern parlance, a gentle flogging. Without any very great outlay of strength or skill, the cries of the woman, while undergoing the terrible infliction, were mingled with those of children, sounds which I hope the reader may never be called upon to hear. She was whipped, severely whipped. But she was not subdued, for she continued to denounce the overseer and to call him every vile name. Not that Frederick Douglass didn't know that African Americans was treated differently from whites and the overseers of the plantations, but witnessing those two floggings really done a toll on him. I would go as far as to say that those witnessing those floggings that encouraged him and motivated him to try to escape to try to free his people, the African Americans from slavery and the overseers and the the white people who wanted to keep slaves. 
Mr. Douglas tried to escape slavery twice. The first time he failed, he was ratted out by a fellow slave and was sent to jail. After that, then he was sent to his master back in Baltimore. Two years later, he attempted to escape again. He had dressed up as a free slave that was traveling by boat. He had gotten on a train. He said that if it had not been for the conductor not looking at his papers closely, he would not have made it. He explains the feelings that went through any slave that was trying to escape slavery. Our anxiety grew more and more intense as the time of our intended departure for the North drew night. It was truly felt to be in a matter of life and death with us, and we have fully intended to fight as well as run, if necessity should occur for that extremity. All slaves longed for freedom, and if they took the risk to, to escape, they were going to do everything that they could in their power to make sure they escaped, and if that meant fighting, they would have fought. And they did fight. The slaves that did run away to escape, they never really knew what was going to happen to them if they were caught. They could have been sent to jail, flogged, or even worse, killed. Frederick Douglass becomes one of the abolitionist leaders. During the Civil War, Frederick Douglass worked with Abraham Lincoln as a consultant. He helped convince Abraham Lincoln to have the free African-American slaves, well, once were slaves, help fight in the Civil War. Thank you all for your time. That would be all for today. I hope you enjoyed learning about Frederick Douglass.